Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one of the best ways to do that is by immersing yourself in a great book that's filled with passion, love, profound life lessons, travel, and, of course, amazing food. That's why today's show promises to be especially memorable. Our guest is Tembi Locke. You may recognize her name from acting because Tembi has appeared in over 40 TV shows and films, but she's also a writer with a poignant and a heartfelt story you are going to want to hear. Tembi's joining us today to share all about her literary debut that's just come out in audiobook form. It's entitled From Scratch, A Memoir of Love, Sicily, and Finding Home. This one touched me big time, and I'm so excited to speak with you. So welcome, Tembi. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Elaine. I'm happy to be here. Well, I want to start out by saying congratulations on this amazing memoir. I I, I have to say I, I, oh. I cheered up more than once listening to it, and your writing mm-hmm. style is just incredible to me. So I, I also I just want to say and in your blog you wrote that someone had mentioned it's an, a combination of Eat, Pray, Love meets The Year of Magical <laughs> Thinking meets Under the Tuscan Sun. What a great <laughs> way to describe this book. I thought so too, and it, you know, it sort of it touches on all the the big themes, which is you know, um, travel and self discover, being going on a journey of self discovery, and of course loss, you know, which sometimes is the starting point for the biggest journeys we take, because are our most profound losses. Well, Tammy, I have to confess that I am hearing a lot of scratchiness on the, on my end of the line. So I, if I ask funny questions or don't answer you right away, it's because I'm having difficulty understanding you. Hopefully the audio is okay from your end, and I'm sure that I'm, we'll, it's, it's we'll be able to see. I'm good. Thank you. Well, uh, I would like to start out with you telling us a little bit about your story of young love. It, here it is set in Italy. It's so romantic. And uh, you're, as I said, your writing uh, is so evocative. And I just, anyway, I love the story. So let's uh, start Thank out by you. you telling us a little bit about how you met Sato. Yes. Um, so Sato and I, <clears throat> so I was 20 years old and I was a college co-ed studying art history on an exchange program um, in Florence, Italy. And I was quite literally walking down the street one day and I bumped into him. <laughs> and so fate, you know, took over destiny, um, but also chance, a chance meeting turned into the beginning of the an epic love story, quite frankly. Um, you know, we met. I I quickly learned he was an Italian chef. Um, he was leaving a nearby his nearby restaurant, and um, you know he pursued me. I would say from there, and um, it took a minute because I was 20 years old, and I certainly wasn't in Italy thinking I'm gonna have a relationship or fall in love or anything like that. Um, you know, certainly for the long term, but quite quickly, Sato demonstrated his heart and the fact that he. Um, really inducted me into the possibility for the kind of love and relationship we could have. And the way he did it, which I tried to share, you know, in the book, it, it, it was undeniable. It was sort of like, you know, I, I, I had, it was like I had to take the leap into this great possibility. Um, and, of course, he cooked this delicious meal for me the first time um, I went to his restaurant, which I write about. I, I, I loved writing about that chapter. 
Well, and also I I know that um, of course Young Love here you were a student over there, and it, you know it, it all was heightened, and the two of you had such a wonderful connection. But you did face some formidable challenge when you decided to to take your your relationship a, a step further and your marriage. So if you could share a little bit about some of the different cultures and some of the issues you felt, I think especially with his parents, it was were difficult to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, Cesaro was born in Sicily. We met in Florence, but he was Sicilian-born. And when we decided to, you know, that it was it was very clear we were, wanted to spend our life together, um, he, in sharing that with his parents, and, and I, I must add that initially, you know, p- prior to the two of us meeting, Sato already had a kind of existing fractured relationship with his family. Um, you know, father and son were not the closest. Um, and so when I came onto the scene, me being different in the way that I was American, I was African-American, I was an actress, I kept, my parents were divorced. You know, for them, for his family, who were traditional Sicilians, they felt that was just too much, that our other, the ways in which we were different, you know, sort of predestined the relationship to fail and that they didn't want to sanction or bless the marriage. And so he and I are, you know, here we were a young couple deeply in love, starting our life together. And as we are creating a new unit or having to sort of sit with the fact that we are estranged and distant from another, from his family of origin. And there's a pain in that. There's a pain in, um, being rejected, quite frankly. Um, but the book is about the ways in which, through that, we, you know, and, and, and me in particular, you know, certainly after, um, which I'm jumping ahead a little bit, after Sato's passing, choose to sort of lean into forging a connection where there wasn't one. I call it like being, you know, an ambassador initially to reconciliation, right? At times in life, and that's some, one of the things I come from my own family is teaching, you know, sometimes we have to be an ambassador to reconciliation. And um, that's one of the things we had to kind of find, work our way through early in our marriage, which people don't expect that you would do that early in a marriage, right? <laughs> Well, and I, I again with with the various issues came, of course, great love. You you found your daughter. Your daughter came into your life and uh, brought you much joy. But then the story takes another difficult turn. Your life story. I'm calling it a story, but of course mm-hmm. you experience this, and it's. It's so challenging. I, I I'm and touching, but you did have a big dose of heartache that that very few young people have to face. So, if you, I mean, yeah. if, as much as possible, yeah. Absolutely. Can you tell us Absolutely. a little bit? No. Of, I mean, one of the, yeah, the the book. You know, I, so when I was 31 years old. Um, Sato was diagnosed with a rare cancer, and our lives changed. So whereas, you know, here I was married to this Italian chef, I'm an actress, we're living in L.A., my career's going great, his career's going great. I think that, you know, I'm living the fairy tale, quite frankly. But when that diagnosis happened, everything in our life changed. Um, I instantly became a caregiver and would remain a caregiver for the next 10 years um, through motherhood. Um, and the ways in which our marriage had to deepen the ways in which we our love had to rise to the occasion of the great pain that sat at the center of it, which was life-threatening illness. Um, I didn't know that I, first of all, I never expected this and as no, no one ever does. Um, and then when it happened, the ways in which um, my life expanded 
through the pain. And I try to share that in the book and the love that I found within and the grace within the dark, within the darkness is something that I really is a story I felt worth that was worth sharing with everyone because that we all of us, all of us will go through pains and losses, be they illness, be uh, be it be it a death, and the ways in which we are always seeking for some sliver of light through the pain. And I had to do that very early on at a time when none of my peers at 30 were caregivers with a you know a, a chronically ill um, partner, and also having a toddler, and being the sole breadwinner. All of that what expanded my life in ways I could never have imagined. Well, Tambi, I uh, in addition to a story that is so moving and touching, and I, as I said, I confess, it brought me to tears more than once. I mean, your words, it, listening to this mm-hmm. book, I thought, first off, you hear the Italian the way you speak it. It was wonderful. Uh, and your writing, I, it's, like I say, it's lyrical, it's poetic. It was such a treat to listen to. And then it was also funny. Uh, one of your uh, first boyfriends, <laughs> your Italian boyfriends, you said he was like, he was like kryptonite on pizza. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the other thing is, you know, life is, it, it, it's, I, I, you know, I, I, we humor is sometimes side by side with tragedy, right? It's one of the great, you know, Shakespeare knew that. <laughs> you know, I think we all know it. Um, and so I, you know, as much as the book is, it, we will, you will cry through the book. I hope you also laugh a great deal. And some of the best shares I've been getting from readers and listeners to the audio book is how they they're like on a plane and they're, you know, crying one minute, laughing another, and the people next to them are the flight attendants, like, what's going on? Are you okay? And they're like, no, I'm just listening to this book. And, um, you know, I, that is so, I feel so much gratitude when I, when I hear that because that the story is touching people in so many ways. Well, I just have to say, uh, again, I I hope everybody gets a chance to listen to this amazing book, your writing, your story, uh, the, the story of your love, and, of course, that wonderful food that you share is just yeah, that's delicious. Just, uh, and a, a memorable book. Yeah, there's recipes in the back of the book. Um, and so people are cooking with the book as well. So it, it's a full experience, and I hope it stays with you and people make meals you know, for those that they love. Well, it is a memorable experience from start to finish. And also, I want people to know you've done a TED Talk, which I loved. I watched it. Uh, it was a, it was wonderful, too. And you have a website. So please let our yes. listeners go where they can go go to find I, out more about you, your work, your books, you. your TED Talk, and the whole thing. Thank you. You can go, please visit tembilock.com. So that's T-E-M-B-I-L-O-C-K-E. And there you will find, um, you know, more about the book, some behind-the-scenes things about the book. There's recipes. There's blog posts. But I'm also going to be doing a podcast soon that you'll be able to find there. And if you become a subscriber, um, you'll get direct information from me just once a month. But it's sort of updates and and, and, and great tips. So please visit tembilock.com. And I'm also on social media. Well, Tambi, thank you again. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our audience before we have to close? Um, I hope that they enjoy listening to the book and that they really, at the end of it, pull the people that they love closest and dearest deeper into their hearts. 
Well, I've got to say thank you again, Tammy. This story is amazing. Your wisdom, uh, the the lessons that you learned in this in in your lo- young life. I'm looking at you as a, as a young person, uh, and and the things that you shared. I mean, they are so going to be so meaningful for everyone lucky enough to to listen or read oh. your book. And once again, thank you. Eileen. It's called From Scratch. It's called From Scratch, A Memoir of Love, Sicily, and Finding Home. And I am telling you, Tambi's story is guaranteed to touch your heart and remind you of the true gifts of life in all its fullness. Thanks again, Tambi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.